Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Killing Your Psychopath Competition. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And today is Wednesday, December 6th in the year 2023. Still dealing with a bit of a throat clog, so if it sounds like I've got a frog in my throat, it's just the way it's going to be tonight, but we'll get through it and it'll be just fine. Pages, there's a lot going on right now, and there's some big movements happening in the financial markets and, and also just around the world as we start to see the elite classes go to war against each other. And as always, we're subject to whatever they decide. You can guarantee that whatever they do is not for the benefit of the people because they have no interest in us other than what we can produce for them to make them continue to be rich. And that includes Trump and that includes RFK Jr. So you have to understand that we are dealing with elites and elites, as much as they may say they want to be working for you, at the end of the day, it's about power and it's about gaining power and control. While there may be some that are better than others, at the end of the day, the true heart of the people is with the people as our Declaration of Independence designed this country to be, we the people. And so it's something we have to keep steadily in mind as we move forward, because this is a very critical time of big plays, big moves, and we have to pay attention to what's going on, and you have to take care of yourself as you go through this. Now, with that in mind, one of our great sponsors is Birch Gold, and I always bring them up because they are dealing with financial stability for your retirement savings. You have to diversify your savings with with physical precious metals while, this, while stockpiling silver in your home and safe. You've got to do it. And Birch Gold is the most popular group to do that with. They're very, they're highly professional. They will help you move your retirement savings into a precious metal-backed IRA. All you have to do is type BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, and, and text it to the number 989898. That's BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, and text it to the number 989898. You'll get a free info packet, read up on it, get to know what they're talking about, then give them a call. Birch Gold is literally going to help you move your and save your your IRA and your 401ks. And in a time right now when the Ponzi scheme is at full tilt, when international debt is off the scales, we're running over $30 trillion in paper debt for this nation. We are in a crisis of crisis. I guarantee you whatever the banksters decide to do, it's not going to be to your benefit. And it's not going to be the benefit of your retirement savings. So get hold of the folks at Birch Gold. They're number one in their, in their league. They've been with us for well over a year. They're doing a great job for Bards Nation and other people around the, around the globe. Text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898. BARDS to B-A-R-D-S to 989898. And take advantage of this time of year to get yourself into a tax-sheltered IRA backed, or tax-sheltered retirement savings account backed by Precious Metals. Check it out today. All right, Patriots, what do we got going? Let me start with some really interesting news today, which opens up the door for a lot of things. And it's this. Today, in a rather shocking statement that was released last night on Jesse Waters' show, this is what it says. Just in. This comes from Colin Rugg. Colin Rugg. By the way, I want to make a special mention to Corey Terry today for supplying some tremendous material for tonight's show. So thanks, Corey. Um, there, this was from RFK Jr., Justin, it says, and it was posted by Colin Rugg on, on X. Justin, presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. says he has been on Jeffrey Epstein's jet tw two times. At this point, we must we just need a list of people who haven't been on the Epstein's jet. Quote, I was on Jeffrey Epstein's jet two times. I was on it in 1993, and I was on it when I went to Florida with my wife and two children to visit my mom over Easter. Quote, my wife had some kind of relationship with Ghislaine Maxwell, and they offered us a ride to Palm Beach. So I went then, and on another occasion, I flew again with my family. I think four of my children and Mary, my wife, went to Rapid City, South Dakota to go fossil hunting for a weekend. I'll just play the piece here by Jesse Waters, so I stand by. 
Here we go. Right here. Jeffrey Epstein's jet, were you? Yeah, I was on Jeffrey Epstein's jet two times. I was on it uh, in 1993, and I was on it in, and I went to Florida with my wife and uh, two children to visit my mom over Easter. Um, my my wife had some kind of relationship with Glenn Maxwell, and. They offered us a ride to Palm Beach, so I went then, and then on another occasion, I flew again with my family, with, I think, four of my children, and, um, and, uh, and Mary, my wife, to Rapid City, South Dakota, to go fossil hunting I, uh, for a weekend, and, uh, but other, otherwise, I was I was never on his jet alone. I you know I've been very open about this from the beginning. This was in '93, so it was 30 years ago. It was before anybody knew about Jeffrey Epstein's uh, you know his nefarious issues. And I agree with you that these all of this information should be released. Um, and we we should get real answers on what happened to Jeffrey Epstein and any of the high-level political people that he was uh, involved with. All of that should be open to the public. It should be absolutely transparent. And, you know, I don't see why any of those records would have any redactions in them. Why would we be hiding that from the American public? Well, you might that okay, so here's a few comments on this. I think it's really important to get a handle on this. First of all, kudos to RFK Jr. for coming out and being transparent about the fact that he was on it, on the plane. But here's the problem I have immediately, and it gets to moral, a, a, just a moral character. This sort of thing, Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein, in the elite circles, these people all know who they are. They're going to know whether they're working for the agency, whether they're going to be working for Mossad. They're all going to know this because that's how they themselves maintain their reputation. And especially the Kennedys, and the Kennedys that are have been under so much attack and persecution. Let's be clear. The RFK Jr. knows that just being in where he's at, he is going to literally put him put a cross on his back. And then there's this. RFK Jr.'s daughter-in-law runs his campaign. This is Amaryllis Fox Kennedy. Now let's be clear who she is. She worked for the CIA as a case officer. She ran the big investigations into the Lockerbie, Scotland 747 bombing. She knows how this game is played. And there is no possible way, as a campaign manager tied to the CIA, that this woman ever, ever would allow RFK Jr. to speak that statement without knowing that there's another play ready to go. You have to understand the way intelligence agencies work. It's never about what you see. It's about three, five steps out because they're positioning themselves right now for something very big as it's about to come. And that's why RFK Jr. has come out now with this information. That literally leaves you with a couple of options. Either one, the information that they have about him is more damaging than they want you to know, and they're going in for a soft kill on that, meaning they're coming in with a preemptive attack to try to soften the blow when they find out that there was more involved. And he can say, I already told you that, and he can look back on it. Again, that gets into moral integrity. I'm not putting my finger on him. I'm just saying that is a that is politics. The next thing is that this is a bigger play. And that's where I actually think this is. I think that what we are dealing with right now is the war between elites. There's, a, there's primarily two factions of the elites. There's the camp that Trump is in, and I would actually throw RFK Jr. in that camp. I'm not going to say they're good, so please don't do this. Don't, don't go down that road with me tonight. They are elites. They want to make money. They want to make power. They're gonna. They're in this for power and, and gain. And ultimately, they're in it for, the, for a different reason than the other side. The dark side of the elites love children, destroy children, rape children. They're Satanists, and they're and they're they're the worst of the worst. The other side of the elites, which is more more Trump and RFK Jr., they've learned something. They're all the same in the, in, in a certain belief system, but they've learned something that they have to give people a choice and use their free will to exploit them more. They can't force them. And that's where we have a fight going on right here. And there's a lot of positioning going on here in preparation to try to take out this other faction of the elite. The elite faction is currently in the White House. 
that faction that owns Congress, that links itself back to Mossad. And Mossad is one of your biggest agents of terror right now that we're fighting with all over. In fact, it's what's running a lot of the border operations of bringing people into this country. It's what has been running Hollywood. It's what has been is running the war in Israel and backing Hamas so that you end up with what looks like an enemy force going after them. Patriots, this is all a joke. We're being played so badly here by these intelligence agencies to try to put us into the middle and put us in the crosshairs of each other and have us hate each other while they just exploit or exploit us. And unfortunately, unfortunately, the elites are all about gaining for themselves and not doing the will of the people. It's the end of the day. It's just the way it is. So if we go to RFK Jr. again, why did he come out now with this information? My gut is that there's something very big coming. Information that's going to come out. It might come out through the Trump campaign or the Trump trial. It might be some other way. But Amaryllis is going to know this. And she is not going to let him speak this truth unless they have assessed that the benefits of him speaking it position him better for the next steps in the campaign. Keep in mind that RFK Jr. is running as an independent. And Trump is being is attacked from the Republican Party from within. My guess is you're about ready to see the two parties get tanked really badly with information. And that's going to position RFK Jr. by their assessment to be a winning candidate because he's going to come out of this better than the others because he's stepped away from the parties and he's come clean, at least partially, that we know of on his flights on the Epstein, Epstein aircrafts. Now, you know, all this big begs a massive question, though. How is it that every one of these elites ends up in Epstein's aircraft? And how is it that they all say the same thing? I didn't know he did this. I didn't know he did this. But we do. And it's not just nefarious. And, I, and I'm really going to ding RFK on this one. It's not his nefarious activities. Let's be clear what he was doing. He was trafficking children. He was raping children. They were actually mutilating and they were, they were sacrificing children on Epstein Island. Let's be clear. This was a massive ring of child pedophilia and child rape that every elite was part of, one way or the other. So when you tell me you're on the plane and you, and you didn't know about his nefarious activities, I'm calling garbage on this. Absolutely. Now, this is all part of the bigger play of how they control power people around the world. And the whole point of this globally is that they always do this. They, and this is what even General Flynn came out a few weeks ago and said. These politicians take these Codel flights, they go overseas, they're dwined and dined, and then what do they do? They get caught on film having sex with a minor, having sex with a, with a child. So you say, oh my goodness, they've entrapped them and they've blackmailed them. Take a breath and look at what I just said. They had sex with a young person. They can say, well, I thought they were 18. My next question is, if you're married, which all of them are, what are you doing having an affair to begin with? Secondly, what's your attraction to younger women, younger girls or boys? So they're corrupt from the very beginning. It's not a matter of them getting entrapped and blackmailed. They did it themselves. The only thing that happened is they got some photos of it, and now they're afraid it's going to get out that their real behavior, which is sick, sick pedophilia, is going to get out into the world. And... If you're wondering about Congress, it's probably 98%, maybe more, that are that corrupt and that owned. So again, when you get a disclosure like this, I take it with great caution. Because there is a measure of moniker of truth in this, which I, rep I respect. But it doesn't yet speak to the moral basis of this man. What was, what was so miswired that you would take a, a flight from Epstein? And you say, well, I didn't know. But then how come every elite ended up in that plane? And if that's the case, what was Epstein offering? There's a simple rule that every elite in this world knows. Nothing is for free. Nothing is given without a cost. That is the world they work in. That's the world they live in. So you, can't, you cannot listen to these things and say openly that it's okay for them to have done this. And now they come clean. There's much more to this. And this is a political play right now of significance to pay attention to how this is going to play out in the field and in the real world. I wanted you to hear this piece here. This is a piece on Israel paying somebody to help improve their reputation. Take a listen to this. Internet friends, I wanted to make this quick video today. I received an email from a foreign nation offering monetary compensation in exchange for essentially promoting and creating content to boost said country's reputation. 
I'm making this video today to showcase how all internet friends probably already do, but absolutely should use discernment online. Because your influencers, your social media personalities might not be as genuine as you think. I've already done my research on this person and his company. This isn't your run-of-the-mill Nigerian prince scam. It's an actual person with an Israeli-based company. Hi, Grace. I'm Ido from the Movers community. I wanted to personally reach out to you for a paid opportunity with the goal of promoting a positive view of Israel. We operate a user-friendly platform featuring original content endorsed by Israel's government advertising agency, where members actively promote curated pro-Israeli content becoming ambassadors with just a few clicks. Interested, Grace? Let's discuss details and compensation. We're few against many, but together we will win. Apparently, Israel reaching out to influencers is no new phenomenon. I want to show you this video posted by Sam Parker Senate on Twitter. Israel fully support Palestine. And I just felt the need to put that out there because a brand really tried to pay me to change my opinion today. That's not going to happen. You cannot buy my morals. Said if I take the post down and publicly announce that I do not support, that they will pay me basically double the amount that we agreed on. And they would repost my video onto their feed, which obviously has loads of followers. I am so... In what actual right mind do you think that you can buy my morals? $5,000 is what I was just offered to pledge my support to Israel. This Zionist organization emailed me this morning and they said, we are willing to offer you $5,000 to go live and pledge your support for Israel. We aim to provide you with resources and experts who can make you see the truth. Your voice is influential and we believe it's essential to not spread the lies of terrorists on accident. We look forward to working together to promote greater truth in the world. And you should know I get emails all the time approaching me for reviews in exchange for free product. Occasionally I get paid offers to promote services like these gold credit card websites and stuff like that, but I've never taken any of these deals or promoted anything besides my book on my channel. So this Israeli company should have really done their research before emailing some random broad with a social media following. Most of y'all are going to pick up what I'm putting down in this video, whether it's a meme page on Instagram or a seemingly innocuous grandma's Appalachian kitchen recipe page on Facebook. Social media is being utilized against you in the battlefield of your mind. There will be a few keyboard warriors in the comment section saying foreign countries do this all the time. They reach out to social media people to have them curate content to boost the country's reputation in exchange for money. So why are you calling out Israel for it? What are you, an anti-Semite? There is a huge difference between disclosing that you've been given free product for an honest review of a product or a service from a small business wherein the product might bring a consumer some sort of utility or comfort. And by the way, by law, those sponsorships or paid sponsorships must be disclosed. But Americans are over here being the mouthpieces for warring countries at the expense of their own, not disclosing that they're paid and cashing those checks. They did the exact same thing with COVID influencers to push experimental treatments on the populace, and you see how that worked out. Unfortunately, I can't provide any justice in this situation for the millions of people who've been swayed by these lies, but all I can give you is a behind-the-scenes look at what the pitch looks like. And y'all know I'm casual on here. I haven't made a video in the last month simply because I have pregnancy brain and I was tired, not feeling good. And I have a rule. I'm not getting on here uninspired for the sake of simply making a video. I will never burn myself out that way. So when I talk about hardworking people, am I talking about myself? No, I am not. But there are plenty of good and honest people out there who make videos and post on social media every single day. Plenty of folks who reject devil's deals like this one, even when they have rent due and children to buy Christmas for and need their hot water heater replaced. So I just want to remind you that these people still exist and they can't be bought. Great piece. Great piece. And it's really what we're dealing with right now in terms of this information war. Influencers are being bought and you're getting a lot of twisted information out here trying to put things together in a field of chaos. And... This is really where we are, even in the mainstream news. And that goes back to these disclosures, right? Now, take a listen to this piece. I mean, th this is important because this comes in as, a, as a, another very important part. Let me get it up here. Hang on a, so hang on a second. Of, the, of this whole debate that's going on. And what this is is the realization that we currently have a big movement happening here in the financial sector, which we know 
but it's probably going to be bigger than, than we realize. What is going on here is that they are getting ready to shift the financial sector into something, in, into literally moving it into a place where we have a, a quantum shift. So take a listen to this. This is, again, this is from Mike Christa, Christo 8. The U.S. banksters are already plugged into the quantum financial system. Putin signs the currency peg agreement tomorrow, Wednesday. Anytime after the agreement is signing, China is likely to turn up the gold price to $2,200 immediately, which goes into the weekend. Oil price dramatically drops. Remember, fiat versus gold price. Likely on Monday, China raises the gold price to $2,500 and collapses the U.S. fiat dollar oil price between $40 and $50 a barrel. The U.S. Treasury bonds are no longer the global reserve asset collateral that trades global oil to value America's debt. There's your U.S. Treasury bonds sovereign debt collapse by China collapsing the U.S. fiat oil price to $40 to $50 a barrel. J.P. Morgan, Jamie Dimon knows what's coming next. There's your true reset. Then the week's FOMC meeting this week's next week's FOMC meeting will mean nothing because the U.S. Treasury bond will be no more. Powell won't need to worry about rates in non-existing U.S. Treasury bonds. Everything falls down next week. Cheers, everyone. I called the PEG agreement at 2 a.m. last night. This is where we are, have arrived at in a very critical time because there's so many things are coming to surface and there's only so much that they can do to prevent you from waking up. And one of the greatest things they can do is to wipe out your finances. That's how they play. And with this, they've been putting everything in place. As Michael Young pointed talked to me the other day, these wars that are going on, the, the fights and the places where you're seeing all of this immigration and what they're actually doing, this is Silk Road stuff. This is the global reset. They are putting people in, they're moving people in here. We have immigration off the chain that's flowing into our border. We are having a replacement of America going on right now with these people that are not American. They are coming across the border and they're flooding in as 70% of America has been effectively vaxxed and is either dying or is now sterilized. This is the reality of what they've done to the nation. And these people, these clowns sit up in DC and act like nothing's going on. But the problem we have here with all of this is that there are, we, there is a, a desire for people to believe that somehow there is a political upside to this and it's there isn't one because you're dealing with elites and this is why i keep coming back to i'm not when you're dealing with a billionaire class billionaire classes got there because they exploited people and they weren't nice people and while everyone wants to put their hat on the ring with trump or they would want to put their hat in the ring with jfk jr or rfk jr excuse me the fact of the matter is at the end of the day the only question you have to ask them is, are you willing to let go of all of your wealth, walk away from it, and fight with the people? And I will guarantee you what that answer is going to be. They will not. So we are in a place right now in this nation that's very critical. There's not a lot of avenues ahead when you're trying to work within the political system. And that's our problem is we keep trying to fix the broken system from within the broken system. And we're not thinking like our founding fathers. We're not pivoting like our founding fathers. Our founding fathers understood that there was no possible way that they could make, have their grievances heard and make the corrections needed to reset this, the colonies to be benefit for the people. There was no possible way. And that's where the Declaration of Independence came in. And that on all of the grievances that they listed in the Declaration of Independence was the justification for them to separate from the powers of Great Britain. Americans, though, have become very apathetic. And they don't want to think in terms of that. They want to believe that they're still going to get their, their Ben and Jerry's down at, on sale at the store. They want, to, they want to have their Walmarts. They want to have their experience of drive through They want to have the Big Mac and they want to have the, the, the Whopper. And, and they want to have it their way. They want the conveniences of this world without having to deal with the problems that we have created. They don't want to deal with abortion because abortion is one of those things. It's like, well, we got the Supreme Court says it's a state issue, and then states are turning it over, making it worse than it was before. They don't want to, they're not dealing in a collective mass of dealing with the gay community and the LGBT community because they're on the rampage now to destroy everything in the moral base of this nation and the world because it's too complicated and it's too much in it. And they're going to this place, well, let's just accept everything because that way it's easier and it's more peaceful. 
What is happening in the globe right now is the underpinnings of society from one end of the globe to the other are being literally ripped to shreds. Everything that the world and human society has been based on is literally being ripped to pieces right now. And it all centers on the family. And at the family level, there's no, once you take that away, there are no nation states, there are no tribes, there are no governments, there are no churches. And if you take those statements and you overlay those onto the World Economic Forum's plan, guess what you discover? Destroy all religions to create one world religion. Create the state as your, as your family, as your parent, as your controller. Take away the right of families to have children without the state saying so. Rip away all nation states to make one global order and eliminate any tribes or factions that might oppose op have opposition to their plan. That's why they go after the family. I want to go back to RFK Jr. real quick. He's in an amazing but powerful position if he did this right. I don't know if he will, but I do want to speak it because it's very important. He's Catholic. But this is time to make a decision. And I mean this. If RFK Jr. right now came out openly and repented and accepted Christ and repented for his flight on Epstein and then used all he knew from a position of truth, he would, he would be the winning candidate with hands down. And he would have a moral integrity that would attract many people, including myself. But unfortunately, that may be a bridge too far. And I'm not saying it is or isn't, but it's a tremendous de demand to ask. We need to be seeing politicians that are willing to lay it all down. And that's just not what we're seeing at all right now. And this game continues. It's always the same game. Trying to manipulate things to gain the benefit and the upper hand for power. Now, this is a thing from Michael Yan because this is another thing going on right now that all ties into the same. And it's a, a war between Guyana and is facing invasion from Venezuela. He writes, based on my knowledge of situation, global relations, etc., I'm guessing 90% chance that eventually goes to guns, meaning Venezuela and, and Guyana. The other 10% is wild cards, but based on the current conditions, open intent, preparations, etc., this goes to guns and spreads. Panama soon gets taken. USA strangled and invaded. Genocides across the U.S. and the hemisphere and Europe and Japan. Genocides. I think the hardest thing that we all have to face is how many people are willfully selling out this nation. And the banksters are right on the top of the list. It is an idea right now of this excitement about quantum and how it's going to offer this new way of living. Quantum is all about a system of prison control for the people. It's forcing people into a digital currency, into a system that you will never anymore have any freedom to buy, sell, trade, anything without the state knowing. Because the state becomes your master. That's why Elon Musk puts in Skynet. That is why, or whatever he calls it, Skylink. That's why 5G is being rolled out. All of these pieces are part of an integrated global security network designed to keep people enslaved. But the two, we have to go back to the two factions. And what are the two factions? One faction of the elite is really run by pedophile psychopaths. The other side of the elite are run by greedy, greedy billionaires. And when you start to realize that the two, how the two factions work, the one faction is going, about ready to sink the other. How do you destroy your competition in one single blow? When it comes to the, the current pedophile elites, all you have to do ultimately is release the truth about what they've been doing to children. And the rage and ire that will come out of the public will, will destroy their competition easily. We become the agents of their ascension to power. And this is why I'm very cautious about any of these great disclosures that are coming because when you have great disclosures, it has to come from somebody. Somebody has to be releasing it and somebody's gaining from it. Right now with these, with these disclosures lining up, Trump's trial, these things to continue to flow out, the issue of children continues to percolate up and the issue of the vax as a attack against humanity is at the peak. And there is no question right now 
that these, these bits of information are waking the world up. This is opportunity if you're on the right side of the global elite, meaning if you're on the side of the global elite that isn't using children as the primary means of commodity, exploitation, rape, self, self-gratification, however else you want to say it, satanic ritual abuse and killing, then you can use all of the public ire of, what's being, of what their truth is to your advantage. Open up the public's eyes. Let the public eviscerate those elites and you step into a power vacuum yourself and you assume control and you now roll the, roll the dice and you're now in control. What do you end up with? Supernationalism is what you end up with, which is another version of fascism. You end up with a Trump vision of isolated countries and borders where we start to pin ourselves off against each other. We start to become uber nationalist. And people will say, well, that's great because we're in America, we become America again. It's not great because it's again, it's using people's emotions and their intensity to hate other countries, to hate people. And all of this is driven towards manipulation of emotions and hate at the end of the day. This is not a good time if you're following politics and expecting to get a resolve. Because there isn't a resolve in politics that will benefit you or I. It's only a resolve that will benefit the politician and his clan. And that's ultimately how this game is played. And you're seeing a big fight at a big super level right now, super strategic level. These are elites all trying to vie for power. They're trying to see who's going to be the next legacy elite. And the current legacy elites that have been sucking the lifeblood out of children, it's becoming too dangerous to be them. People are waking up. And when people wake up, truth comes out. And if you are in the elite circles, you know very well that if the wrong truth comes out, everybody in the elite circle sinks. So you have to play your cards. And they're playing the cards with us right now. Our Constitution, Declaration of Independence, are all based on the principle of we the people. We the people have decided to run a system based on idols and idol worship. We want presidents to fix our problems for us when the president doesn't really have that authority, even by the, the way this republic is designed. They don't have the authority to do it. They want to believe that the president can sweep in and fix everything, like the Trump model. Congress is a corrupt cesspool. Most of them are owned and controlled by intelligence agencies, as I said earlier. Most of it's driven by child sex and child sex trafficking in one form or another. They are controlled. And they do what they do so that they can literally destroy this nation from within. What we haven't heard a single discussion about, other than the fact I've mentioned it here a few times, is why haven't we set up a breakaway government? And that takes us back to what I said before. Our founding fathers understood this. They understood what it was to win. And you can't win by trying to go from the inside of a system that was corrupted and rigged from the beginning. How do you win? You change the game. And when you change the game, that means you set up a breakaway government. You start defining the rules on your terms, and then you wage war. This war that we're in is insidious because it hasn't gone to guns. It uses the threat of violence, primarily. It uses the chaos and the fear as lethal weapons in this war to paralyze people to get them hating one another and to keep them distracted. All the while, the big, big machine is pulling the levers to pass regulation, to change the laws, and ultimately undermine every aspect of our Declaration of Independence, our Constitution, and our Bill of Rights. And people are tired. They're overwhelmed. They don't know which way to look. And they're desperate because they're not looking at the right place at all. At the end of the day, the churches aren't doing their job. They're not speaking about this tyranny. They're not leading people to rise up against this tyranny. We have no effective black robe like we did in the Revolutionary War. But we have our empty pulpits with spineless messages and dead stone walls. And way too much of that. And obviously not all of it, but a lot of it. Right now, the people need a strong voice. And they need to understand that the only way through this is for us at a county level to begin with to secure our counties to get them back into a constitutional alignment and to, and to reject a lot of the nonsense that's going on in these other areas. If we get our counties back, we start to have control over the violence and the emerging violence that will come 
We can start putting our foot down and tell them we don't want illegals in our counties and kick them out. And all of these things take spine. They take a grit of what it takes to be an American man and an American woman, for that matter. And it takes the grit to be able to stand up to the powers of the authorities of, of the federal government and say no more. And have the courage to know that as you do that, you're going to gain the will of the people. And you're not interested in popularity contests. You're not interested in how many likes you get on your Facebook page or your Twitter account or your X file, whatever it is. What you're focused on is truth. And when we get to that place again where we stand on a moral foundation of seeking truth and pursuing truth relentlessly and ruthlessly, then we're in a different position. But our politicians aren't the ones to deliver that, any of them. They're, they're part of the show. They're part of this complete and utter clown show that we're watching. The Trump trial drives me out of my mind. The number of people that hang and grit onto that and wondering what's going to happen to him next. The people that worry, wring their hands, is he going to go to jail? The best thing that ever happened to this country is to throw Trump in jail. I hate to tell you. Not because he's guilty or not guilty. I have no idea. Because people have to start realizing the magnitude of how corrupt this system is. And Trump is not a saint. We are in a difficult fight. And one in which the elites are quite a few steps ahead. And they're going to make the moves. And my guess is we're going to have to suffer through this quantum system. And we're going to have to find our way around it and out of it. And my guess is the majority of the people won't want to. Because it's a lot easier, as they were telling us in the Matrix, to eat the steak that you know is fake, that you know is a bunch of ones and zeros on your brain, than to actually step aside from it and not eat it at all and wake up. So where we sit right now is a very critical position in our time. A time when we have to set aside all of the promises of politicians, all the fake hope of elections. We have to set aside the hero worship that we have of thinking that there's going to be somebody coming from the shadows to save us. You have to set aside the worship of your military thinking that they're going to stand up and do the right thing. You have to step into the authority and mantle that God gave us as stewards of this earth. And when we do that and we start taking those authorities, we start to realize how much power we really have. We start to understand truly what our purpose is that we're here for. There are plenty of great people out here that can step into that gap, and they're beginning to. But they're people, because that's what it says, we the people. And when we look at the elections coming up in 2024, if you think for a second that your vote's going to make a difference, I'm going to tell you there's a really good piece of, of jungle property down in Arizona that I'll be happy to sell you. The system is rigged from top to bottom. Ask yourself how many of these pedophiles, these elite pedophiles have been prosecuted. Ask yourself how many people have come out and openly talked about what Epstein is in the elite circle. In the elite circle, how many people have called him for what he is? A child sex trafficker, pedophile, and rapist, and Satanist. Nobody. Because if they speak it too loud, they would put the finger back and gets too closely to their own homes. The elites are playing games, all of them. They aren't going to let go of their power, not willfully. They aren't here for the benefit of us. They're here for the benefit of them. And though they may sugarcoat what you hear, they may cover that bitter pill with a whole bunch of vanilla ice cream, icing and tell you that it tastes good. And you might convince yourself that it tastes okay, even though when you bite through the icing, it tastes literally like a bitter pill of dog poo. But if you continue to tell yourself that that tastes good, you're part of the problem. And it's no different than any of these other agents and any of these other officers that are working for the federal government that keep telling themselves, I'm doing what I'm told and selling this nation out. So let's be clear. We're into a time that we must find accountability in our nation and the way we live. The only way through this is going to be resetting the moral foundation of our nation which leads to having men and women of moral character. We have to reject the offerings of this deep state, the offerings of everything, whether it is the offerings of get it rich quick and easy, the offerings of make it easy, vote and change the system and fix it, to the offerings of your own pleasure and your sensu sensuality, of any way thing it needs to draw you in and to keep you hooked and addicted on all the things that do you no good and take you out of the fight. 
you have to get a warrior's edge. And that warrior's edge has to be very clear and very precise. It is literally the blade. The blade has to be so sharp that when you draw it from the sheath, it will cut your finger and maybe cut it off, but you have to learn how to handle it. And in so doing, you have to learn how to strike. And in striking, you have to not miss. And you have to cut so deep and so fine that you leave your enemy helpless and demoralized and hopefully dying and dead on the battlefield. This is truly the hour that we are and we are in. And those tools that we use are spiritual tools, the first and foremost. They are the tools that we use to disarm our enemies and slay the demons that control them, to leaving the flesh wandering and wondering what to do as we bring them back into the fold of Christ. We have to demand of these politicians to quit speaking games or speaking around issues and call things for what it is. That takes spine, and they don't have much of it. We have to quit with the me, me, me garbage like Trump does all the time. I don't care. And we have to start asking the hard questions like J6. Why, how did this thing actually happen? Because there were over 500 federal agents setting this whole thing up. And how did Trump not know or have any clue that this thing was a setup? I will never buy that story. You have to start asking the questions of what are you really seeing when you talk about J6 prisoners? These are hard questions that people don't want to, to face because they want to believe that there are good people in being abused by a bad system, which there are, but not necessarily the way you think. How do J6 prisoners have cell phones in jail? I will never accept the answer that there's a minimum security because Martha Stewart didn't have one either. These are the hard questions in a time and an hour we have to ask to get to the truth. When RFK Jr. says to us, he was on Epstein's flight, then tell me, what did you eat? Because they only served pizza on those flights according to the logs we understand. And if you were with Ghislaine Maxwell as his ex-wife, what was the attraction? What was the relationship? And what business were you doing? And how as the elite did they not know, apparently, in 1993, what Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell were about? Because elites, like I said, understand what goes on in their circles to protect their reputation above all. These are hard questions. And they're important questions. And the bigger questions that continue to surface. What's coming? And what do we have to prepare for? At the end of the day, we know that the only way out of these people is to destroy the financial system and declare a war. Because it's then that they erase everything. They leave people suffering and confused. And that objective is consistent with all of the elites. It's a matter of magnitude and who controls the puppeteering strings. Because at the end of the day, they all have something to hide. And the biggest thing they have to hide is the power which they want to have over the people. So, we have to dig in. We have to start fighting at a local county level to secure our counties by the will of we the people. We have to stop looking towards high to expect high to fix what's down low, because it won't. You have to start looking, stop looking with rose-colored glasses at these politicians and thinking they're going to do something good for you and only good for you and not being feeding their own pockets their own benefactors, and their own Ponzi schemes that they come into office with because they're all the same. They're corrupt. And right now, it's only going to be filled with more corruption in the heart because we have not had a moral and spiritual reset in this nation. The only way we win this is for us to get to the root of what this all is about. And the root is the family. And that root of the family is that they want that family destroyed, mutilated, butchered to such a level that it will never be able to offer for work from a moral framework of God again. That no matter what you do, that the, more, that the foundations of this nation were built on the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution will mean nothing. Because no one understands a simple thing. That all rights were given to us by our Creator. And the magnitude of what that means is that in violation of those rights, if you're on the border and you're allowing agency, and if you're in the government and you're spying on people, you have violated God's gift and God's law. And in the end, you will be held accountable and not by our hand either. So we have to get edgy. We have to get our blades sharp. We have to start realizing that this is a war and a war that has no compromise. And when we start to get that mentality and we start to walk powerfully within the power of our God and our, and our Lord and Savior, and we understand what it means to hold people accountable to a higher standard where much is given, much is asked, and we demand it, and we walk it ourselves, 
and we expose the corruption, and we confront it with accountability and justice, always led by God's hand. Now we're getting somewhere. But until then, we're just playing on the circus, and we're the audience being entertained. And quite frankly, I'm getting a little sick of the clowns. Let's pray. Father God, I want to thank you for this time we come together. I want to thank you for all that you do and bring to us our eyes that you open, our hearts that you open, and our willingness to stand now together in this gap in this time. Father, for those who are coming through and trying to speak truth, we ask that we will place upon their hearts a magnitude of truth and that is uncontrollable, that everything that they speak must be spoken, whether they like it or not, of the truths, including the sins in which they have done. And so, Father, we wage a war against this, against the principalities that control the lies, and we sever the strings of the liars. We sever the strings of the puppet masters that are trying to keep these people under control, and we free their tongues to speak truth only, and we gag and bind their, their tongues when they speak a lie. Let this be a moment, Father, of great challenge to those in the elites to seek to hide behind the untruths. And instead, Father, may this be an hour where they can only speak the real truths and expose their hearts and their selves for who they really are. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. All right, patriots, lots to consider. But it's an important time to realize that the game is, is just going up and they're escalating the game because too many people are waking up. So press harder, press in, demand more, and keep them on their heels. Eventually, they won't be able to escape their own lies, and they'll have to speak the truth. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time. God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
an old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs>